Welcome to Fables and Fairy Tales, where this week the story is. Fish in the forest. This story was written by Yanina Vigers and is based on a folk tale from Russia. Here to read it to you, it is I, your storyteller Chip Cahoon. This is part two, with more for the farmer to do. If you missed everything before today, catch up at fablespodcast.co.uk. But if the story is with you, then let us continue. The farmer thought about what would happen when the king heard about the gold. They would be accused of stealing. How else could a farmer have so much money? The gold would be taken away by the king, and the farmer and his wife would end up in the dungeons. He didn't want that to happen. Not to him or his wife. He needed a new plan. When the sun came up, his wife was sound asleep. So the farmer crept out of bed put on some clothes and hurried to the village market to put part one of his plan into action. From the baker, he bought three loaves of bread. Then he went to see the fishmonger and bought three silver fish. Finally, he went to the butcher and bought the longest string of sausages you have ever seen. Then he made his way into the forest to put part two of his plan into action. First, he climbed the tallest tree and placed the three loaves of bread in the branches. Second, he took the three silver fish and laid them in the long grass at the edge of the forest. Third, he took the string of sausages and laid them in the river, attaching one end to a fishing rod that he left on the bank. At last, he returned home, smiling to himself. He went straight to the bedroom, flung open the curtains, and said, My darling wife, it is such a beautiful day. Why don't we go for a walk in the forest? It's been such a long time since we went for a walk together. I would love to walk with you. His wife rubbed her eyes. She was very sleepy, but she still said yes to going for a walk. The farmer took his wife into the forest. They walked until they found the tallest tree, where they stood and gazed at its beautiful branches and tiny green leaves. Suddenly, the wife rubbed her eyes. Uh, husband, call me silly, but I think I can see three loaves of bread nesting in the branches. The farmer gasped. Bread nesting at this time of year? How strange! We are really lucky to see that. They kept on walking through the forest until they came to the long grass, where they stood and gazed at all the wildflowers. Suddenly, the wife rubbed her eyes. 
husband. Call me silly, but I think I can see three silver fish laying eggs in the long grass. The farmer gasped. Fish laying eggs in the grass at this time of year? How strange. We are really lucky to see that. They kept on walking through the forest until they came to the river. The farmer stopped here and said, I thought we could catch our breakfast this morning, so I set up my fishing rod here. I think that's a bite on the line. Or would you like to wind it in? His wife picked up the fishing rod and began to wind the line back in. She wound and wound and wound, and eventually, out of the river she pulled the longest string of sausages you have ever seen. She gasped. Sausages? The farmer gasped as well. Sausages? Swimming in the river? At this time of year? How strange! We are really lucky. Come on, let's take these sausages home for breakfast. After breakfast, the farmer returned to his turnip field and his wife went to the market. But now... Do you think the farmer's wife had forgotten about the gold? Of course not. She visited the baker, the fishmonger, the butcher and every shopkeeper and told them all about the gold and how rich they were. By the end of the day, the whole village was talking about it. By the end of the week, the whole kingdom was talking about nothing else. And, eventually, it reached the ears of the king. Not long later, there was a loud knock on the door of the farmer's house. He opened the door to see two of the king's guards. One of them said to him, The king has heard all about your gold, so you and your wife are coming with us. Now the king, as you may have guessed by now, was a mean and greedy man who liked to be the richest man in the whole kingdom. When the guards brought the farmer and his wife to kneel in front of the king's throne, the king used a loud voice to say, Tell me about your gold. The farmer bowed very low and said, I'm so sorry, your majesty, but I, I think there has been a mistake. I am just a turnip farmer. I have no gold. I am as poor as poor can be. Nonsense! shouted the king. Your wife has been heard telling everyone about your gold. The farmer began to laugh. <laughs> My wife, your majesty? Oh, I'm so sorry, your majesty. You should not listen to a single word my wife says. She's as mad as a March hare, as silly as a goose. You shouldn't believe a single word that comes out of her lips. Of course, this made his wife very cross. How dare you, she said. I saw that gold with my own two eyes. The king said to the wife, When did you see this gold? Oh, that's very easy to remember, the wife said. It was the night before we went on a lovely walk in the forest. You remember that walk, don't you, husband? It was a very lucky day. Why was it lucky? The king asked. 
Yes, dear, the farmer said. Tell his majesty why it was so lucky. I will, the wife said, folding her arms. It was lucky because we saw loaves of bread nesting in the trees. We saw fish laying eggs in the long grass. And we even caught sausages swimming in the river. The king stared at her for a moment, then dropped his head into his hands, then rubbed his chin, and then finally said, Bread nesting in trees, fish laying eggs in long grass, sausages swimming in the river. You do talk nonsense. I've had enough. Get out of my castle and stop wasting my time. All the way home, the wife was still very angry with the farmer. But when they got home, she realized that they had managed to keep the box of gold instead of giving it to the king. And suddenly, she wasn't so angry anymore. After that day, everyone in the village market often wondered how the farmer's wife could afford such magnificent dresses and trinkets. Of course, they no longer believed a single word she said, but they did still enjoy listening to her. And that is how the village got its very first storyteller. Some of the villagers told that story to their friends, and one of those friends told it to a friend of mine called Hugh Lupton. Hugh told it to me, and now I'm telling it to you. If you enjoyed this story, maybe you can tell it to one of your friends. If you do, maybe you will come to be as clever as the turnip farmer too. That was the tale of Fish in the Forest. Thank you ever so much for sharing it with me. Tomorrow, we'll be telling a tale from Taiwan to see what happens when a carpenter born in the year of the tiger comes up against an actual tiger. You won't want to miss it. To make sure you don't, make sure you're subscribed to our podcast. And don't forget, if you become an epic explorer, you can enjoy every story all at once to listen to, watch me tell for you, and even have delivered to you through the post so you can read them alongside amazing pictures from incredible artists, such as Corky Paul, the illustrator for Winnie the Witch. There are two new stories every month, plus two bonus stories that only epic explorers get to see. Ooh, and the stories never disappear either. You can go there and devour over 30 stories right now. To become an epic explorer, just put on your sweetest voice, ask your grown-up to sit with you at a computer, tablet or smartphone and go to fablespodcast.co.uk. Right now, though, it only remains for me to say cheerio and I hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio! And I hope to hear your story soon. <laughs> <laughs>